Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. I remember in the early part of my journey when I would come across some really intense spiritual people just filled with the Holy Spirit and they would say, praise God, praise God, praise God. I was like, why do you keep saying that? It was awkward and weird. It didn't ring really comfortable in my ears. I mean, yeah, I praise God too, but I don't say it for everything, you know, after every sentence. But I'm telling you, I feel that way. I say it now. I look at everything in my life and I'm thinking, praise God, praise God. When people send me emails or comments or something, I'm like, hey, I can't take any credit. Thank you for being so honest. Yeah, praise God for that because he is the one that gave me the courage. Oh, and by the way, he's the one that transformed my life and he's given me all these beautiful blessings and graces and, you know, like sanctifying graces through his church. He's the one that led me to the truth. Praise God. Praise God. So I'm one of those people now that runs around praising God. And it's funny because sometimes I say, I didn't even, I honestly didn't even really know praise God. It was so odd. Like I didn't really know what that meant. So now when I talk to people who I know aren't necessarily real deep in the journey, I say, oh, all thanks to God. Thanks is thanks be to God. So it's really praise and thanksgiving. And I want to read something from um, Father Cantala Mesa. He is the priest who celebrates Mass for Pope Francis in the Vatican. And he sent out a letter. It's this Karis message in preparation for Pentecost this year. I want to share it with you because I think sometimes we get so bogged down, especially right now. There's a lot of division in the world. There's a lot of negativity COVID-19, are we ever going to get out of our houses? You have people who think we should be vaccinated, forced to receive this stuff in our arms. You have other people who think that this is just blown way out of proportion. You've got so many different opinions out there. And in a lot of people, if you don't have that critical thinking and that desire to research, don't know what to believe or what to think. So I think we've lost this whole spirit of Easter and the praise for Jesus and the Pentecost that's coming, the Holy Spirit that is going to be coming down into the apostles so that they have the truth flowing through them, the joy and the love of God, and that they can walk forward 
through all the persecution, through all of them being martyred with the exception of St. John, that they are all going to have God within them being the animation to the world and the light to the world. And I just laugh at how I just really didn't understand, praise God, praise God, praise God, and why people said that so much. So in this letter, he says that we should really be praising God and not asking for things and not petitioning God, just praising God for his sake, for being the creator, for creating us, for blessing us, just for being God and not cowering into fear and asking for a bunch of petitions. So he references a reading the other day. I think it was yesterday, as a matter of fact. It was Acts chapter 16. The crowd joined in the attack on them, and the magistrates led them, stripped, and ordered them to be beaten with rods. After inflicting many blows on them, they threw them into the prison and instructed the jailer to guard them securely. When he received these instructions, he put them in the innermost cell and secured their feet to a stake. About midnight, while Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God as the prisoners listened, there was suddenly such a severe earthquake that the foundations of the jail shook, all the doors flew open, and the chains of all were pulled loose. So you've got Paul and Silas just being beaten, right? They're, they're shackled and they're in jail, and all they are doing is singing praises to God. They're not asking God, oh, Lord, can you get me out of this? Can you get us out of this jail? Can you help heal our wounds here? No, they're just saying, God, we love you, praising him as all the other prisoners listened. (laughs) The other prisoners must have been like me before when I was hearing people say, praise be to God. Like, why are you saying that? Why are you singing the praise of God while you're sitting here in this jail? you know, and, and unfree men. So he goes on to say, the same St. Paul recommended to the Thessalonians, in all things, give thanks. Praise and thanksgiving, doxology and the thanksgiving are man's first two duties towards God. So St. Paul also says the fundamental sin of humanity which according to St. Paul, is the source of every other sin, is the rejection of these two attitudes. So men have no excuse, for although they know God, they did not accord him glory as God or give him thanks. So that's the basis of everything. And that is the basis and the opposite of sin is giving praise and glory to God and thanksgiving. So the opposite of sin is not virtue, he says, but praise. And he also mentions the um, in the Old Testament when the three, sp- three people were thrown into the fire and all they were doing was singing songs and praise and glory to God. And that at the end of the day is what we should be doing every day, all day, because that is going to lead us away from sin. If we're constantly praising God and thanking him, 
How do you at the same time turn away from him and do things that are not according to how he wants us to live? Virtue is great. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying run away from virtue. We all have to build virtuous patterns and behaviors and be virtuous people in our lives. That's what we're called to do and we got to work on it. But it's a lot easier if you're praising and thanking God all day long. Like you wake up and you're thinking, oh my gosh, God, thank you for this day. Thank you for the breath in my lungs. Thank you for my bed. Thank you for my coffee. Thank you for this running water. There are people in the world that don't have running water. Thank you for all the blessings in my life. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You are God. I am here because you created me for a reason, for a purpose. You have created me and filled me with your faith, with your love. You've asked me to bring other people to you in this life through my transformation. It's all because of you and your graces. The way that I've changed my life and other people have noticed are bringing them to you. Only through you, God, can things change. Can my life change? Can I become holier? Only through the sacramental graces of the Catholic Church Am I able to come to you on my knees and you cleanse me of my sins? And the Eucharist, I'm telling you, I cannot wait to go to the Eucharist, <laughs> to go to the Eucharist. Yeah, I guess I am actually going to the Eucharist. I'm going to Jesus today. I am able to sit in a church, which is wonderful. So I'm going to go to Reconciliation um, every week. Thank God, praise God <laughs> that it's been available to me. And I'm going to sit in front of the tabernacle. Jesus is in that tabernacle behind the altar. But I cannot wait to receive him in the Eucharist, in Holy Communion. We're going to be starting on May 25th. I don't know how it'll work. Only 10 people per Mass. We'll have to see how it all goes. But I will be happy to just receive him once. And the Eucharist means Thanksgiving. The basis of our entire spiritual life should be praise and glory of God because he does it all. We don't do any of it. Only by his grace can we change. Only by the sacramental graces of the church can we be fortified and strengthened and sanctified. And again, the Eucharist. That's the core source and summit of our faith and Jesus within us. The Eucharist means thanksgiving for those who don't know. Praise and thanksgiving, praise and thanksgiving. I just want to ask you all to tap into that. And as we approach, you know, Pentecost coming up and the Holy Spirit coming down, let's not, according to Father Cantalamesa, I will say that he gave me this thought, let's not lessen the power of the Holy Spirit by letting this this virus suck us down and and suck the hope out of our lives let's stand up let's be looking toward god praising and thanking him because we know for those who love god and god loves he loves everyone but some people turn away from him and they're denying his love but for those who love him and trust him good will come out of this i promise you you can look back on your life and you can see where horrific things in your, in your life turned into good. Let's 
just reflect on Good Friday, the day that the Lord was brutally scourged, carrying that heavy cross with all of our sins, adding weight that's unbelievably heavy, being nailed to that cross and suffering for hours, three hours, I can't even imagine, for the love of us, to save us, to, to save our souls and to lead us to heaven. That was a horrible day in human history. But God turned it into the most beautiful good on Easter and Jesus was resurrected and brought into heaven. So while we may not be able to see the good that's coming out of this, we could probably reflect and find some. People are coming to God. People were so scared about their lives, maybe they're turning to God. People that I know, the guy at the grocery store who loads the vegetables, said to me, because one day he asked me what I was listening to. A lot of times I go to the grocery store and I have my earbuds in my ears and I'm usually praying the rosary or listening to Catholic podcasts or radio. And he said, what are you listening to? And I looked at him and I'm like, Catholic radio. And he looked at me, didn't expect me to say that, I'm sure. That was years ago. And I was there um, probably a month ago. And I was talking to him. I said, how are you doing, man? I mean, thank you for coming in every day. And he said, you know what? Look, I'm not a religious guy, uh, but I think God is trying to tell us something. I think he's like punishing some people. And I looked at him. I said, you might not be far off. I said, well, he's not a punishing God. He's a just God. And a lot of people have turned away from him. And he said, yeah, I agree. Hopefully people, what did he say? Hopefully people learn from this and start treating each other better. Now, this is a dude that I'm pretty sure wasn't attending any church of any kind, but had God move in his soul. So I said, yeah, let's pray for the world because I don't disagree. So I think we can all look and see that things are happening even while we're in the midst of this, that we are probably connecting with our family, resetting our lives because we're not busy, 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 busy. Hopefully, we're diving more into spiritual inner prayer and in our spiritual lives. Hopefully, we're not just trying to entertain ourselves by watching 70 million new Netflix series, right? I know a lot of people are struggling with that, and other people are finding it difficult to, to fight through those distractions and those temptations that are taking you away from time with God. So I pray for everyone if that is you, just keep fighting through it. Do it anyway. We're not supposed to pray just because we get the little candies from God and we get those beautiful consolations and we can feel him in, in our prayer and peace and joy. That's not why we pray. And God, as you go forward on your spiritual journey, is going to take that away to test you. To see, do you really love me? Or do you love the consolations that I've been giving you? Do you only pray because you have that peace and you're getting these little consolations from me? Know that it's a good thing when this happens. You could even go through consolation and desolation multiple times in a day. Just keep praising God. Keep thanking God, even though you don't feel like 
there's going to be good coming out of it. Just trust him. Praise and thanksgiving, praise and thanksgiving, glory and Eucharist, glory and Eucharist. If you remember, because it's been a long time (laughs) since we've sung together as a church, when we sing the Gloria at Mass, we praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory. There is no supplication in that prayer, only praise. So today, in the name of Jesus Christ, we praise, glory, glorify, and honor you, Lord. We thank you for you, for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, thank you. Thank you for my faith. Go out and be the light, everyone. I love you. Take care.